Welcome to the Radio Bold News Pod. I'm Mike Sakel with timely conversations for Sullivan and the Catskills and beyond. We are talking action towards independence and in particular the Vet to Vet program. I have two of the veterans advocates with Vet to Vet here with me, Alex Dudek. And we have Ryan Fuller and Alex and Ryan. Great to see you guys. Thank you for being here. I've, uh, I've wanted to have this conversation for a while because, uh, first of all, the program's been growing quite a bit recently. And, uh, and you guys really do so much in the community. And I know you have a lot of great future plans, too. So I don't know who wants to pick up first. Just give a little overview and let our audience know what vet to vet is all about. So vet to vet is a, uh, it's a veteran peer program um, here in Sullivan County. It was actually just uh, approved to go statewide, um, but all the counties here in the Hudson Valley have a program, um, but it was just approved going statewide. Uh, and a lot of what we do is providing peer support with veterans. Um, we're both veterans ourselves. That's the right. whole point of the program right. is to mm-hmm. kind of get veterans um, out of their homes to stop isolating and kind of you know get back involved in the veteran community and provide support through events, programs, all kinds you know, of things tra- that you traditional do. peer support, yeah. um, stuff like that. So, yeah, and, and I mean, the, the main thing is peer-to-peer, and I want to kind of like delve into that a little bit. That's, that is the bottom line, the important thing that you were just talking about is you, you both are veterans yourselves, uh, so, you know, it's, it's that connection. And you hear that a lot from veterans, you know, they, they, their experiences are, are kind of unique in terms of especially you know after if they've been in 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 a conflict and you know coming out or however for the all the different reasons that and all the different issues that that veterans face uh when they when they get back or or get back into civilian life so um tell me a little more about about peer-to-peer like what what is it specifically do do you go out and actually uh try to bring veterans in do they come to you how how does that all work it's a little of both you know we'll go out and do outreach um alex is planning to do outreach in every town here in the county over the next couple weeks um or you know veterans get referred to us um or they'll just you know pop in or they'll run into us at an event that we're at Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit of both we do outreach but we also get them referred to us or they just happen to walk in one day because they saw our flyer somewhere. Do you work with the state or the county and the Veterans Service Agency and uh, those organizations? Yeah, there's a lot of organizations that we do work with. Mm-hmm. Um, we work closely with the county's Veterans Service Agency. You know, We'll refer people back and forth. Um, we work with the Sullivan County Veterans Coalition. We, have, you know, we work with people within the VA. We work with the other vet to vets that are across the, the Hudson Valley, we meet with them mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And same thing, if we find a vet that lives in their county, we send them their way, and vice versa. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We work with we work with a lot of different community partners. Now, one of the other programs you guys have going on, of course, is the service dog program, and I know that that veterans program under ATI is is a lot more widespread. You you cover quite a quite a wide area, right? Yeah, the service dog program um, is is a federally funded program, so mm-hmm. we're not tied just to one county. Um, we've got dogs in Orange County, some in, in Ulster, over the you know across the Delaware and Pennsylvania. So it's a pretty widespread program. So getting back to the the vet to vet, the core peer to peer program, and I know you have a lot of uh, 
you know, future plans in the near future, as a matter of fact. But what are some of the ongoing programs that are that are going on right now? I know you, you guys have meetings. You have some virtual meetings. You have things that are available to, to veterans out there. Maybe you want to speak to that a little, uh, Alex? So every Thursday we have the availability for a veterans peer support group. So we are able to um, stay. We have it between 5 and 7. Um, anybody who's a veteran wants to come in and talk about whatever they want to talk about, they can come hang out with us. It's usually four to five of the same veterans that are there. Um, you know, we just hang out and talk and whatever needs to happen. Um, Do you also have a, you, you have a, a virtual uh, version of that, don't you? We, Where if people, like, maybe don't want to come to the office in person or, or maybe not make that kind of contact like they can they can still access that service right yes yes so there's a zoom option as well if they want to log in with zoom um and you know we have a big tv screen they can see all of us and you know be just part of the group as well um, do a lot of people participate that way do, or is it a mix or it, it seems like for this one it's been a lot of uh in person yeah we had the option for zoom if people want it right but so far, it seems like that's a lot of in person. I think the only people who really been using the Zoom option is one of us. If we're, you know, we can't stick. Oh, around. it's a scheduling thing. Right. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll right. hop on from from elsewhere. But it seems like a lot of people come in person, which you know, I, I, I like, and I I personally find it better that way. But you know, everyone's got their own preferences, so we try to make it a hybrid group so we can reach as many people as we can that's that's quite fair, and uh, you know, I and and it seems to make sense. I think one one of the elements of peer-to-peer is really making that connection you know being being together talking together talking out issues i mean can we talk about just in general terms uh, some some of the specific issues that that veterans might have in the community right now maybe some of the things that that have come out from uh, some of those sessions that, that you guys have had i think overall in general with just veterans as a whole i think the last year or so has been pretty difficult mm-hmm. you know with everything that happened in Afghanistan over the course of the last few months that, you know, we were right. over there. I think a lot of veterans, veterans are struggling with what they're seeing on TV with Ukraine right now. Um, so I, I think, you know, that seems to be a common issue with these veterans as a whole. Yeah. Um, we're starting to see some frustration within the community itself with um, the potential closures of Castle Point. Um, that's been a growing uh, topic yeah. with the the uh, the potential closer and you know there's been a lot of talk about that and uh, of course it 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 apparently is going to be a multi year process if and when that happens yeah from but, our understanding I, I understand that uh, you know of course from a veteran standpoint uh, all of these things kind of come at you you know I mean whether you're and and I think. Uh, Ukraine itself is a, is a really good point too. I, you know, these are these are all issues, and these are all things that make the peer to peer program so so important, because this is the kind of stuff that that you guys you know talk about and, and experience. I think in a different way than the average person. I mean, have you seen an, an increase in in the number of veterans participating or reaching out through peer to peer with with all these things unfolding? Between Afghanistan and, and Ukraine and, and the things that are happening right now, has there been an increase? We're starting in to make some new contact yeah. with people that we haven't necessarily in the past, and they might not come to us directly because of those reasons. But after talking with them, like I mean, it does bother some people. 
some people, you know, sure not, but um, I don't. Hey. I wouldn't say we have anything specific to that. I mean, I I got on board here after the Afghanistan part, um, but so I I can't say that we've seen a ton from that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was just with talking to people who've been there, it, it is something that has bothered them. So, well, would you say that the majority of people that are within your program have they? Have they served in active duty in a, in a conflict, or it's, is it's, it a it's, mix? Or? It's, it's mixed because with the with our program, like you don't have to have deployed, you don't have to have, you know, gone to Afghanistan or Iraq. Or right, right, sure. We, you know, all veterans are you know free to participate. Um, so it's it, it's a little bit of both that we're seeing show up to our group. Some have deployed, some haven't. Now I wanted to talk a little bit too about you know the the hard and fast services that you offer because I know there's you know there are homeless issues there are financial issues there are there are all kinds of things that happen with a lot of our veterans in our community unfortunately <coughs> and uh, so how you know what is what does vet to vet do and how how are they assisting in uh, maybe even with other agencies in in getting these things getting these services to to veterans that might be reaching out to you you want me to hit that one so uh we have a really great team with action towards independence and um it's really nice being able to work with them because we have um we have a lot of veterans that come in who are either homeless or on the verge of being homeless and what we're able to do is we're able to help them find housing you know we can help them find shelter we can help them find more permanent housing um, we're able to help them with uh, certain social security needs, right. and we we also work really well with the Sullivan County uh, VA's office. So we're able to help the veterans uh, meet the guys over there and help them get whatever they need squared away. We can get um, any information that they might need uh, without necessarily having to go in for that first time. And and since some of us have been through that, we're able to tell them, you know, this is the process that it's going to be. So it's, it's a lot easier. Um, one of the common things between veterans is it seems to be everybody's very upset with how hard it is to get through that VA system. It seems to be. And really, yeah, it's it's very complicated on so many different levels. It is. And and Mm -hmm. it's, it's a big turnoff because, you know, it's, it's call this number and then go do this and call this number and do that and go here. And, you know, veterans already, they don't want to deal with that stuff. So now when you talk mm-hmm. about having to sit down on the phone in front of a computer, and well, some of these guys have never worked on a computer before. So we're able to bring them into the office and, and make that connection for them. That's great. And, yeah. you know, that's yeah. it really helps out a lot. I think I've only been with vet to vet and ATI now for about two months, and in that time, 90% of the stuff that I've done was either housing or um, helping make the connection with the VA's office. That's interesting. Yeah, no, that's great. And yeah. uh, that's great. And and I think, you know, because sometimes not knowing the system and not knowing really how it works, I mean, I know John Crotty over at the Veteran Service Agency and a lot of these veterans programs that are out there. But I, I think, you know, you're getting the point across that it really, really is so complicated for people. It is. And, and, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of veterans are under stress or might be in a situation where, like you say, they, they don't know how to use a computer or really accessing a computer isn't like an everyday thing for them or things like that. So these are the this is really what you guys are doing out there as, uh, as veteran advocates, right? Right. Yeah. When it comes to the VA, too, like sometimes the VA gets a bad rap through the frustrations of, mm-hmm. of veterans, but the VA works. 
you just can't quit on it. You have to make it work for you. If you don't, if you have an issue with what's, you know, the care being provided or, you know, struggling to get appointments, you can, they have patient advocates within the VA that you can reach out to. And generally when they get involved, things start to change. And that's from, from my experience personally too, is you have to make it work for you. You kind of have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think a lot of veterans, myself included, the first time I started using the VA, I got frustrated. I kind of just right. gave up on it. Right. And I think, you know, it requires at times, I believe, patience, but you have to make it work for you because when you can make it work for you, the VA is actually very good. You well, so would I be right in saying that, you know, you guys as veterans advocates, you're there exactly for that reason to sort of assist in the process, you know, because because of the frustration and, and you know, your knowledge with working with the VA, working with uh, the agencies here uh, for, you know, veterans that might be on the verge of being homeless things like that all those things that are involved in uh, in our community that you're you're basically there to advocate for them and, and really kind of help out be there for them yes that's that's, yeah. that's a big part of it uh let's talk a little bit about the service dog program too because this is a tremendous program and maybe you can you know kind of outline for me what what the prerequisites are, you know, how people get involved in in service dog program. I know it uh, is is it only for PTSD? I mean, how does that all work? So uh, our our service dog program um, requires veterans have an honorable discharge, a diagnosis of post traumatic stress disorder, or a uh, traumatic brain injury (TBI), mm-hmm. or a diagnosis of MST, which is military sexual trauma. So you need to have one of those three diagnoses with an honorable discharge. Um, and then from there, we conduct a couple interviews to see if, you know, it'll be a good fit for the program. Sure. Um, yeah. The way I see it, the, the, you know, the service dogs are great and they're a tool, but they're not a catch-all solution. There's other stuff out there, you know, counseling services, stuff like that, that also help. And I think the dog aids in that, but it's not the sole it's not the sole solution. Right. But right. Um, so those are things we go over too. And then if they have a dog between the age of six months and six years, we'll evaluate it. Um, we'll see if you know check see the, make sure the dog's not aggressive, its trainability, um, stuff like that. We'll go we'll do that kind of stuff. If they don't have a dog, we'll adopt a dog. Um, we cover up to $350 towards an adoption of a dog. Um, the search for the dog is kind of like a joint effort between us and the veteran looking for a dog. Right, right. Um, and then we, if we find a dog, we'll, same thing. We kind of evaluate that. We speak to the, the shelters or the adoption agencies that we go through and get you know a rundown on the dog from them. And then you know if if the dog's a fit and we adopt that dog we give them some time for that dog to adjust in the home before jumping into training right um if the dog if they already have a dog and it passes the eval- or you know we it passes our evaluation then we can kind of get started on training a little quicker um and that takes usually at least 30 weeks we go through a couple different phases no it's quite um, a program yeah yeah phase yeah. 1 we hit a lot of basic obedience stuff and then it just builds from there um, after phase one, we get out in the community. We start going through 
the stores and walking around in public to kind of acclimate the dog and we we, we, we continually build all off of all of that and then um once a dog graduates it's a, it's a certified service dog and yeah so explain to me a little bit how that not necessarily the process but the uh i guess the benefits of a service dog what what is it that the dog is is doing for for the veteran you know how how does that bond kind of work so a lot of it too it, it the dog is kind of there to you know ground that veteran and kind of bring them back if they're in a you know a a bad place you know if they're dealing with something that triggered them the purpose right. of the dog there is kind of reground them back in reality a little bit um and I, you know i think everybody who has a dog says like you know their dogs like their best friend they're a part of the family sure and that's a lot of what the service dogs are and you know they get tra- mm-hmm. you know they get trained to provide that specific task whether it be you know pushing up against the veteran or kind of grounding them or running and grabbing something for them stuff like that um but the, you know the, the the sole overall purpose is to have that dog there to kind of yeah it's ground, a, it's ground a, that veteran in reality yeah and security kind of thing mm-hmm. and Right, right. And uh, I mean, there's no doubt that we, we all have bonds between ourselves and our pets, certainly when it comes to a dog. Uh, so, you know, it makes makes a lot of sense. Um, let's let's get back to vet to vet uh, And I wanted to talk about the plants that you guys have, because there's, there's a lot of exciting stuff, you know, aside from, uh, we've talked about the nitty gritty and the paperwork and, and you know, getting through stuff with the VA and all that. But I want to talk about, uh, aside from the peer-to-peer meetings that you have, you're getting ready to kind of embark on a program to get get veterans outdoors, to get veterans involved in in sports and fishing and things like that. Uh, Who wants to speak a little bit about that? So I'll take that. Um, I've been working with with a Casca outdoorsman over in Jeffersonville. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, we we're developing a great relationship with um, them, and so we're trying to put together some type of uh, some outdoor veteran activities to try and encourage our local Sullivan County veterans to come out and you know hang out with veterans and and do stuff that we might be into. So last Thursday, uh, we had a really awesome time at the Catskill Outdoorsman. We had a, an archery shoot, indoor archery shoot for veterans. And I think we had nine or ten veterans show up that night, not including ourselves. That's great. And, um, you know, it was really nice. And we had some donations, and we had uh, the ability to um, hook one of our local Sullivan County veterans up with some free archery lessons. So um, that's the kind of stuff that we're looking into doing. Um, I've got some other things planned right now. I've got a fishing day plan that we're going to start advertising. We're going to be we're, – we're hoping to be at the uh, Livingston Manor Trout Fair, mm-hmm. the Trout Festival. We're yeah. trying to get to River Fest this year out in Narrowsburg. Um, we we applied to be there. So uh, really, I'm I'm about trying to do community outreach. I want to hear from all these veterans. I want to know. Um, you know, we did a little bit of research, and it's kind of hard to get an exact number, but we're looking at about four thousand veterans in this county alone. Wow. And I think if we've served maybe two hundred of them in the last eight months, that's probably that's probably you know a high estimate. So I'd love to hear from any veterans that we have in the county what they want to see, what they want to do. Our program is all about preserving mental health. What can we do to help everybody get through? You know, COVID really kind of put a damper on that for everybody. Um, it locked a lot of us up, and 
you know, especially in the veteran community, we need to look out for one another because when you take somebody's used to being out and about and you tell them you can't come out anymore, that's not going to do good for their mental health. No, absolutely so. not. Well, the the one the one plus I would think here is, you know, being being in in such a tourist community and and with so many outdoor activities that are available to everybody, um that that's a real plus too. I I would I would hope that you get to grow the number of veterans that participate in this because it's a, it sounds like a great program and a lot of fun too. Right. And that's that's the bottom line. Though uh you mentioned mental health um uh, are there what are some of the other maybe specific mental health uh, services i wanted to you know kind of delve a little bit deeper into that uh, what a, how how do you deal with that i mean is it a matter of referrals and getting them to the proper uh professionals that that might be able to deal with mental health is it is it through the va what are some of the things that that you've encountered so we're we're you know we're peer advocates we kind of mm-hmm. do things at a peer to peer level um and that's I mean, just, I understand you're not mental health exa- professionals. Yeah. So if, it, if, it's some, yeah. Yeah. if it's something that, uh, you know, requires something a little more clinical or professional, right? Um, you know, we make referrals to the VA. We get them, the, you know, in touch with the right people. We have a a pretty good relationship with the vet center in Middletown. Okay. Um, where they have, you know, counseling offered there. So we make referrals down there. Um, so yeah, we try to connect them if it's something that we kind of can't do from a peer level of just, just listening to what they have to say. If it's something a little more serious, we do make those connections. We have a pretty good relationship with um, a lot of the people at the VA and the, the local areas and the yeah, vet center. Yeah. No, um, no, under, understood. And I, I think that uh, you, you answered the question quite clearly. I mean, I know you guys are advocates and the bottom line is making making those connections and, again, helping helping other veterans out. I mean yeah. that's really that's really important. And, I'm and not, we have yeah. connections too in like some more some more less traditional means of of mental health services with equine therapy. Um, okay, there's yeah. an organization down in Orange County called Victory Hill. They that's have a horses right. for heroes right. program. Yeah. yeah, so we work with um, them down there closely. So that we have a few different options. If someone wants something a little less tra- traditional, we can we can try to set them up with stuff like that. There's a lot of organization that we work closely with on a vast um, range of of issues. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, so as we uh, we wrap up here, uh, I wanted to just get all the information out as how people can get a hold of you. Is it just strictly through action towards independence? Um, what can they do? So uh, we do, you can call Action Road Independence. We have a Facebook at Vet the Vet of Sullivan County. If you're going to call us, you can call 845-794-4228. That's the phone number to Action Toward Independence, and then just ask for one of the veteran advocates. Mm-hmm. Our flyers are, are posted up in so many different places, so all the contact information is on those. Or you can reach out to us on Facebook. We usually respond. Probably a, a real easy way to do that. Pretty you know, pretty quickly. Message on there, um, yeah. yeah. All of our events are on Facebook. We share them all on there first. Um, so if you're interested in anything that we've got going on, check out Facebook. And then I know Alex earlier mentioned that we're looking for feedback from the, the veterans in the, the community. Yes, yes. We have a survey. Um, we have it shared on Facebook. Or you can go to um, atitoday.org and go under the, the services tab and click on vet, on veterans. Mm-hmm. And the survey link is right there. It's a real quick online survey asking, you know, what kind of programs would 
what our veterans want to participate in. And we kind of use that info to, to tailor our, our programming to what the community wants. That's great. And That's it's, great. it's also 100% anonymous. So there's uh, some of our veterans, they don't like to uh, disclose their personal information. Understood. Our survey, yeah. is there's no name, there's no number. You put down whatever is required, and, and that's it. You just submit it to us, and we don't need to know. If you don't want us to know who you are, we don't need to know who you are, but we would love to have everybody come in. And uh, real quick, if I may, too, one more thing we're doing. Sure. Um, every Friday at 1 o'clock, we have a certified yoga instructor, and we're doing in-house yoga every Friday at 1. So if there's any veterans that want to come out and do some yoga, relaxation, some breathing. So, again, that's at our building at Broadway and uh, Monticello. And if you're you're worried about not being good at it or not flexible, neither are we. So (laughs) You got it right there. No, that's that's terrific. If nothing else, and, and Alex, I have to say, like, the one the one statistic out of this whole conversation here that really kind of surprised me is the fact that you said there were like 4,000 veterans in Sullivan County. Right, yeah, and, so according... Considering the number of veterans that you've had contact with, I mean, that's uh, it's really, really important to, you know, have that connection and, and, I mean, of course, they have to come to you, hopefully, maybe if somebody's listening to this and, and they've thought about it before or, or uh, you know, listening and thinking, well, maybe I could, you know, use some, some assistance or have a question or just get together with these guys. Uh, I, I would hope that would happen. Yeah, I mean, according to the 2020 census, um, there was like right around 4,000 veterans. And, uh, you know, if, if that's the case, we'd love to hear from, from all of them. Not at the same time, of course, but, you know, uh, give us a call, make an appointment to come on down, or just stop in if you're in the area. You can yeah. just pop in and, you know, come talk to us and, and introduce yourselves. You're, um, you're there, and usually at least one of you guys are usually in the office most days. Right, and um, if, if we're not, the office has our cell phone numbers, so they can give us a call, and you know, we're, we're only in the county, so we're never more than 40 minutes away at the most. No problem. Know, so we can always come back, to, no problem. That's terrific. And uh, Action Towards Independence, the office is at 309 East Broadway in Monticello, so, you know, people are, are wondering where that is, and perhaps they're not, you know, in the Monticello area all that often. Uh, that's where you'll find them. Best way to go, go to the Facebook page, I, I would say, especially since you there is a specific Vet-to-Vet Facebook page, right? Yes. So the ATI Vet-to-Vet program, Alex Dudek and uh, Ryan Fuller, our veteran advocates here today. Hey, thank you so much for, for having this conversation. Some very important information here. Thank you. Thank you for having thank us. You for having us. And I could add one last thing sure. to the veterans who are yeah. listening. If you're struggling, don't go through it alone. Give us a call. Call the VA. Call a buddy. But you're never alone. There's no point in, in, in battling with your struggles alone because you didn't, you didn't do it while you are in the service. Very important point and uh, well taken. Uh, we hope to get some more assistance to, to those vets out there. And, again, thanks to you guys for your service and, and what you do here in the community because it's a, it's a great program, and it's great to see vet to vet finally in Sullivan County through uh, Action Towards Independence. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Radio Bold News Pod. This is Mike Sakel. I'll be back soon with more conversations that you can find on Anchor, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And always at RadioBold.com.